seconds, and there we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is JB. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, we're live after some technical difficulties that I had no idea how to figure out. Uh, so I just restarted the computer in the classic technical support way of turning it off and turning it back on again. I was upside down. My camera just orientated me upside down for some reason. Didn't know how that happened. I didn't touch it. <laughs> I just was, I launched Restream and I was upside down. And I had to spend 25 minutes trying to figure out why I'm upside down. Uh, and it really confused me. Uh, but I fixed it. And I don't know how I fixed it. But I fixed it. <laughs> um, super weird. Uh, Cornick, thank you so much for resubscribing one month or resubscribing with Prime for seven months. Seven freaking months. Uh, anyways, how's everyone doing? Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the last 24 to 48 hours since we've last spoke. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Obviously, the Trump stuff has evolved into this bigger thing, and people are starting to dig into it a little bit more. And I, I retweeted a tweet today that showed that the crime that Donald Trump is now alleged to have uh, committed is a law that he extended the max or the minimum sentencing of from one year to five years. Because he thought that Hillary Clinton did the thing that he alleged to do, so he upped the penalty, <laughs> and then in turn is going to be potentially convicted on the thing that he thought the other person was doing. You, you can't make this up. <laughs> like it, The story is writing itself of the classic projection that, exi that exists on that side of the spectrum. It's just funny. It's like a chef's kiss environment. Um, so that's fun. The second thing is the health minister here in Ontario has essentially said that she is uh, going to push for privatization of our healthcare system, which is super good. Love that for us here in Ontario or one of the biggest, the biggest province in Canada moving towards uh, a privatized healthcare system. Um, so we are going to have the same issues because of the lack of resources, but now everybody has to pay for it themselves versus having to pay for it uh, through, through their income tax, which isn't going to change, by the way. So we're still going to have to pay the same amount of taxes and then in turn uh, not get the healthcare that, you know, we other Canadians get. So... Love that for us as well. Super excited to see where that goes. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to pay to get there and then pay for the care and then OHIP will step in at some things. Like, I don't even know what they meant by the privatization uh, of, of the Ontario healthcare system. Because again, the Canadian Health Act kind of steps in at that point and says, you can't really do that. Uh, so it would be like a dual system. And what does that mean? Cool. You get, you know, shitty care for free. But if you want to pay for better care, you can. It's like a pay to win. It's like a shitty video game. 
It's like, cool. It's like Animal Crossing. Like, great. You want to, you, you, you want to, you want to win Animal Crossing. You have to pay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how that goes. See how that goes. It's ridiculously frustrating. Um, a hype train is a, I also can't see my chat by the way, cause restreams fucking fucking the dog right now. Um, hype train is when enough people subscribe at one time, it's called a hype train and a bunch of, uh, emotes open up for people and the lights flicker. It's just a hype thing. Chelsea, uh, piz me. Thank you for resubscribing one month tier one for six months. Six freaking months. Uh, so, yes. Uh, looks like Restream maybe had an update. Maybe it did. I don't know. I have my issues with Restream right now. It, we, we, we have issues together. So... Also, around 9 o'clock, so in about an hour's time, we are going to be bringing in Brie when she's available. We have a huge celebration for Brie today. Brie has hit 1,000 days sober, which is a super, super huge celebration. So we're going to be bringing Brie in when she's on her break from work to celebrate with her together as a community for this a huge, huge uh, achievement that she has faced because Brie is a good people and she deserves a solid pat on the back for that. Uh, what's going on on TikTok? What's going on on TikTok? Government still gives funding to private healthcare as well. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, we're we're happy for Bree. I would love to bring some of these comments on the screen, but my this is what my chat looks like. <laughs> no comments. New comments will be displayed here. That's literally what it says. To me. Love it. So I have to look at the manual chat. If you're talking to me on YouTube, can't see it. Just saying. <laughs> like, sorry. Uh, so I'm watching on a different screen here. Why does Ontario have three bags of milk? Don't know. Don't know what to tell you. Can't help you there. Don't know what to tell you. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, so the Hold Fast crew. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't know who, who Hold Fast is, Hold Fast is a part of the Peterborough, Peter Burgers group of degenerates that like to attend the Freedom Convoy and talk about how they want to fuck Trudeau every two seconds and harass journalists. They are uh, a, the lowest bottom feeders of this freedom convoy gang like there's a lot of bottom feeders on the freedom convoy hey i can see comments again well uh <laughs> what a first comment to see <laughs> what a what a first thing for me to see uh, i can at least see youtube um no but peter burgers and uh i can only see youtube now apparently um, Peter Burgers and uh, the Hold Fast crew seem to be having some infighting, which is also glorious to watch on our side. So this came to light. Let me go to my profile. 
can find this. After this tweet surfaced, showing Roy Allen, who is one of the founders of this Hold Fast organization, being marked as a former member of it, which is nonchalant, whatever. But Hold Fast, remember, is between Roy Allen and his wife, Tanya. Those are the two main individuals. Tanya put on the official Hold Fast Facebook page this today. Don't buy into my husband's pity party, people. There's now three women that have come forward to him cheating on me. With How many more are there? Oh, I know I shouldn't make fun of people's intermarital affairs, but it's just like... This is a train that I've been watching. Her name isn't Tanya. Oh, thanks for the correction. What is it? Well, that's just what it is on Twitter. Give me a break. Um, anyways, this is the infighting that is that has occurred among the Holdfast crew. And uh, I'm here for it. Her name is Nicole. Sorry, that is right. I knew that. I did know. Tanya shared it. Right. Right. You're right. Thanks for the correction. Anyways, corrections aside, um, this infighting, I'm sipping it with, with a nice hot uh, cannabis tea. This is a Trailer Park Boys episode happening in real life. And I love it. But anyways... Um, he was holding fast, just not holding the right person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that I can only see uh, YouTube comments on my restream, not my Twitch, which more people are watching on Twitch. Um, what else is going on? The UCP officially told me in every way that I don't matter. I am a fertile woman who has never had children. I'm a Jewish person. I am a teacher. Why? What did the UCP say? Well, I can see my Twitch comments on the Twitch stream manager. Hey, Blue's in the green room. Nice. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Restream is being funky today. You know, it might be being funky for you guys, but for the first time, knock on wood, I am not a Christmas tree <laughs> of colors. So I sent a strongly worded email to Restream today about this because through my digging and through my, uh, through my um, investigation of my internet issues, I determined that it's exclusively restream. That's the problem. I, you may have, if you were up late last night, you may have got a push notification that I was streaming on Twitch randomly as a test stream with no camera running. And I was just playing random royalty-free music on repeat because I wanted to see if that uh caused any lagging 
Uh, great question, actually, Daniel, and I can answer this. Hey, JB, as a single man of 12 years, just walk into the club on Mutual, or is there a different way about it? So what the club that Daniel is speaking uh, to is the Club for Adults in Toronto that I uh, am a member of. Uh, yes, Daniel, uh, what you need to do is you need to go to their website and you need to uh, look for nights that allow single men. Um, if they allow single men, you are free to go. You do not need a membership. Uh, you just have to pay the cover, which is a solid, crisp $100. And uh, once you pay your $100 cover, uh, you are free to enter and enjoy the establishment. There are some nights that are members only, and there are some nights that are uh, single guys cannot attend, only couples and women. That hopefully that answers the question. Um, do you think the hundred dollar is a cleaning fee or to weed out the weirdos or both? It is a hundred percent to to put a high barrier of entry on single men. It is, so single women, if you are a single woman and you want to attend, it's fifteen dollar cover. And if you are a couple, it is $100, but obviously the couple costs are split between two people, right? So it is 100% uh, a barrier of entry to help lower the cost for single women and higher the cost for single men. Because men are gross. Uh, on unicorn nights, they're actually free. So that's also a thing because they're trying to promote it. Uh, sorry, TikTok. I'm talking about a club for adults that I that I attend from time to time in Toronto. I want to make a club like that, but for weed and call it uh, Canna Cabaret. Interesting. Yes, pineapples in the chat. If you know the significance of a pineapple. Uh in the in the online community former US president Donald Trump tried to turn the news that the FBI had searched his Florida state to his benefit citing the investigation in text messages as emails soliciting political donations from his supporters I'm not surprised <laughs> Love your book. Got on Kindle and bought a hard copy. Waiting for HR to say I couldn't uh, ops drop it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, which ones do I attend? Uh, like adult clubs? Uh, I really only attend one in Toronto. It's called Oasis Nightclub. Oasis Aqua Lounge, sorry. Pineapples and lightness, old people. There is a, um, it's a symbol. The, the pineapple is a symbol among non-monogamous couples. So if you're on a, a dating app or if you're on any sort of adult forum, um, you, you look for a pineapple and a pineapple 
it symbolizes to other people in that community that you are also a part of that non-monogamous uh, lifestyle. It's it's just like a you could call it a dog whistle, but it's not really a negative. It's just sort of a thing that you look for if you're a part of that community to find others in that community without straight up saying it. Like, yeah, on a front porch is a good way to show like a swingers house. Stuff like that. Easter egg? Yeah, I guess you could call it that. Um, anklets too, bracelets, necklaces, earrings, anything with a pineapple. Like, I've gone to this club in Toronto and I've seen people with pineapple earrings. And you, that's just an indication to another individual that this is who we are as a couple. So it kind of gives you like a, a tell or like a clue without straight up saying it. I don't think that it's an upside down pot. I've never seen it necessarily be in any sort of particular orientation. But yes, it could be an upside down pineapple. I, I don't know. I don't know. There used to be a whole stupid color coded bracelet system. Yeah, I know. I remember that. All right. That's enough of this conversation. Actually, didn't wear pineapple earrings on my date to not give that impression. Yeah, no. And that's the thing. Okay, but what if you have no idea and you wear a pineapple shirt? Well, Maddie, that's on you for not, not knowing. I think Maddie is trying to tell us something here that she went on a date and was wearing a pineapple shirt and maybe it didn't go as planned. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you? No, no, no freaking way. Maybe you shouldn't wear that shirt on dates. Just saying. She just held up a pineapple shirt. That's funny. This is interesting, JB. You should do an After Dark type live where you talk about this stuff. I wouldn't be able to do that on TikTok. TikTok would super ban me. Uh, but I would I would do it on Twitch. I would definitely do it on Twitch. It's one of my favorite shirts. Maddie, can you wear that in Toronto? No reason. <laughs> Please. I just want to see the type of reactions you get when we go places. <laughs> uh hello. I mean, I, I may be talking to somebody about doing some sort of content like that. Uh, like a podcast about, you know, non-monogamy, swinging, um, stuff like that. Like, you know, participating in the adult lifestyle in a public environment. Uh, I've thought about doing a podcast like that uh, with somebody that I will, re will remain nameless. Um, but uh, it's still in the early discussion phase. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it being something to do, which might be interesting. Yeah, remember, remember Sex with Sue? 
Are you guys all old enough to remember Sex with Sue? You might be too young. A lot of you might be too young for that. The old, the 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 thirty plus millennials in the chat will will know Sex with Sue. Yeah, Sex with Sue was great. You know the shit I learned from Sex with Sue. Yeah, Sue Johansson. She talked to my college. And as Melissa says, she talked, she came to my college. Yeah, no, she was great. Is she still alive? She was. She was super old, like 20 years ago. She is still alive. She is 92 years old. Wow. She still has her website. It looks like it's from, from, the, from the fucking 90s, but yes. She has an order of Canada. <laughs> That's so funny. Still got the started the tickle trunk, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yeah, no, sex with Sue was like my introduction to learning about sex. Opinions on capitalism? Get rid of it. <laughs> capitalism's not going to succeed at much farther than it already is, so it's time to talk about replacing it. I had my sex ed from Miss Sue, not from parents. I got sex ed from both. She was the one who taught me what the clip was. Yeah. This is not where I expected my live to go today, by the way. <laughs> like, this was not what I was expecting to talk to. Her, Dr. Ruth, Discovery Channel on Saturday night, Seymour Butt Show. Yeah. You guys remember Showcase After Dark? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember turning that on when you're 14? Red Shoe Diaries? Yeah. Yeah, we all remember those times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was uh that was a wild time. Kind of before the internet became very common in the household. Back then, the internet was typically just at your home computer, which was downstairs in the living room. We didn't really have smartphones that had access to the internet or tablets or laptops in kids' bedrooms. So they had, they had a TV with a cable connection, and you had to turn on Showcase After Dark on Friday nights <laughs> after 11 p.m. Eastern to kind of get your, 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 your thrills so to speak. Yeah, that was uh that was a time. That was a time. Oh, Canada cable. <laughs> yeah. 
unless you were in Quebec and it was called Blue Nuit. <laughs> I found a YouTube video of the old MSN nudge sounds and nearly died. Yeah. Yeah. Remember MSN? Wait, okay. Let's let's dive down the nostalgia train of early 2000s internet. Who in chat, to everybody watching on TikTok or Twitch or YouTube or what have you, remembers Habbo Hotel? Who played Habbo? Because I felt like a lot of us did. Jasmine did. Jazzy Bear. Okay. Yeah, when you swore it said Boba. <laughs> Can't be swearing. That doesn't give it away what it is. Because you couldn't just do the word with stars instead. Like, I knew of it, never played it. Maddie, you were missing out. You were missing out. Yeah, I miss how I loved how a hotel we dress up in black, like be little goth gang of strangers, right? No fuck, only boba. Ah, <laughs> uh, because the thing with Habo that worked was it worked on dial up, so like there was no barrier for anybody to play it. Right? ICQ, I remember. My first email was my nickname as a kid, which I'm not going to say because it's super embarrassing, and my ICQ number. Steven Seagal has been struggling his ties with Russian and Putin. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot Steven Seagal is, like, super in bed with Russia. Mine was my whole name backwards and my grandfather's name backwards. Where's Papa Sheep? Uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to my dad in a while. I don't know what my dad's up to. He messaged me on my birthday with the most dad message ever. And if you're in my, my moderators got to see it in my moderator chat. Uh, I didn't show it to the public because it showed where he works and also my name. So that didn't happen, but he's at stages. No, definitely not. We weren't allowed to get the internet when it was on dial up. My parents didn't trust it. Papa Sheep. He's a great man. He must be protected at all costs. So is Mama Sheep. Mama Sheep doesn't come on here. Mama Sheep doesn't like me yelling at people, so she avoids my content. <laughs> Probably for the best. We had dial-up forever, rural living. Yes, uh, so did I. I had a party line up until I was a late teenager. Do you remember, who remembers party lines? Valkyrie's here. Hey, Valkyrie. 
How you doing? Good to see you, my friend. Yeah, party lines sucked. Too short and long? I was one long too short. I think. I can't remember. I had I had a party line from like up until I was I think 14. So that's 2004 when I started high school. Yeah. Yeah, it was not Privacy wasn't a thing with a party line. Where did you live? I lived very, 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 very rural. <laughs> like stupid rural, like dirt road rural. So party lines, for those who don't know, party lines are uh, essentially one phone number for, well, not one number. There was different numbers, but it was <laughs> essentially when people called the number, the numbers, everybody's phone would ring. So we're talking multiple houses. Uh that that existed on this uh, line. <laughs> and if the call was intended for you, there was a special ring that would ring on the phone specifically for your house. But the challenge with it is that if somebody in the line of houses that uses the party line uses the phone, Every single person can hear the phone call. So like, hi, I want to use the phone because I my house is on fire. I need to call 911. I pick up the phone. Oh, Jim down the road is talking about bacon again. Like, so you had to be like, hey, I need to call 911. Can you hang up, please? And then everybody has to hang up. You have to wait a couple seconds, pick up the phone, then dial your number. Yeah, party lines were dumb, but limited with the technology. They essentially got discontinued when 10-digit dialing became a thing. But Yeah, Z, I remember that too. And I remember you had to bargain with people. It's like, okay, I need to call my grandmother, so can, uh, can you use the phone between this time and I'll use it between this time? There was like a bargaining chip like that would happen. Yeah, ASL. Moving to Alberta was a trip. Moving to Alberta is just generally a trip. Having to use 10-digit dialing for the first time. Yep, 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 yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Calling your crush was a challenge. Yeah. Dial up internet was the new challenge. And tried having dial up internet on a party line. That sucked. We use 11 digit dialing now? What? Eleven to like you have to dial the one first. Since PI Nova Scotia has the same nine oh two beginning, we need to use an area code. Yeah, that's ten digit dialing. That's ten digit. Did I not math? No, ten digit, so three, three, and four. That's ten. For instance, a woman lived next door to a creepy guy who listened on her line. He would break in the house when she was gone and set her nightgown on her bed and shit. What? She called a friend to go see a PM that was doing a speech. They thought there was breathing on the phone. Whoa. Yes, Kevin, it is. Yeah, that's 11. That's 11 with the country code. 10 digit dialing without the country code. You you don't need to do the country code when you're calling within your country. That's crazy, Sea Witch. That's crazy. I did, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Force a habit. We have to type one in Nova Scotia. Really? You guys have to dial one? I just dialed the 10-digit number. It works for me every time. You have to do it in BC2. What the fuck? I've always just dialed the 10 digit number. I've never put in the one in front of anything and it works. No, but I call out of area numbers all the time. I can call my parents. They're out of area. We have to dial one for long distance on Ontario. No. Like, I'm not going to show my number, obviously, but like, if I call my mom or my dad, let me look at the last time I called my mom. She doesn't have the one in front of her number and it goes through. She's a 613 number. From Ottawa to Kingston, I needed to dial the one. No, but like, my phone is Canada-wide. On landlines, you do. 
Huh. Like I know when I call internationally, like if I want to call the U.S., I have to put the one, which is funny because the U.S. and Canada share a country code. I have to use the one until I added the Canada U.S. wide. Yeah, even most landlines are VoIP these days. It's true. Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, and Trudeau should be arrested. For what? What do those four individuals all do that they all that they all should be arrested? I'll, let, I'll give you time to answer while I talk to this lovely person who I haven't talked to in forever. Hi. Hi, friend. How are you? I had to come on and correct you as a former telecommunications technician mm. on uh, what the one is. So the one is the long distance number. So when it might be different in Ontario, but in the majority of provinces and probably all to be quite fair, the majority of Canada, you have a specific area. So if you remember back in the day, you would have a cell phone that could do local calling for free after a certain time, or you could call long distance after a certain time. To do too. I used to work in a similar industry that you did. So like, I'm not an idiot to this, but like, I've never in, since I've had a cell phone as my primary phone, I don't think I've had a landline since I was in college. I think I had a landline in college for three weeks. And I said, I'm not using this thing, so I got rid of it. But yeah, um, the I've never had to put a one in front of any number I've ever called. No, and with cell like new cell phones, it's a little different. So with new cell phones, um, and especially with new plans, um, majority of plans now are unlimited long distance calling. Canada so it's not like where you had before a certain amount of long distance time. So. Merrick, turn it down, please. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's why the one is not so much a thing with cell phones anymore. But it was really important back in the day with the regular like switching system, because if you didn't put the one in front of it, it would not try to call outside of your area. Or you would get that, um, this is a long distance number, please dial one and then the number and try again. See, growing up, we I didn't have ten digit dialing. I had the uh, the um, seven digit dialing with just yeah. The, neither did we. Neither did we. The four digit number. The four digit number. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was in the six one three area code, which spans from Bell, basically all of Eastern Ontario mm -hmm. is six one three. Now they have multiple area codes there. Yeah. But I remember when we got ten digit dialing. But even then, on the landline that my parents had, I don't remember ever dialing the one to call like my friends in Ottawa or something like that. But it was well, the same it, area code. It was still six one three. Yeah, but it could be that Ontario's network is set up a little differently. That rather than those being different service areas, those are all within the same service area. Mm -hmm. It was all Bell. So yeah. So the the dialing of the one now it's more for worldwide or if you're calling like a toll free number or stuff like that. Um, mm. But in, in essence, it was just strictly prior to like cell phones and how things are now. It was just long distance numbers. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Toronto has like nine area codes now. So like, it's just like, I don't dial the one. I just get somebody's phone number. I'm like, oh, okay. I look differently yeah. at you if you're 437. Like you're weird if you have a 437 area. That's the new one is 437 yeah. and 232 is our also new area code. If you got a 437 or 232 area code, I look at you different. Uh, I I got that I got that OG 416 number and I have people that <laughs> literally text me asking to buy my number. From me. Because like every, it's like a cultural thing. Like if you got that 416 number, you you're you've made it. Like you've achieved Toronto status to get that 416 number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's funny. My my old boss had a 416 number that had four repeating numbers as the last four numbers. Oh wow. And he got contacted by an undisclosed company that he could not tell me. And he got he got paid twenty five thousand dollars for the number. Holy shit. And he's like, of course I'm gonna accept this. Twenty five thousand for my number? You can yeah. have it. Like, I'm not Take attached it. to that much, right? Like, there we go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so we have uh, two different area codes in Alberta now. Or sorry, three. So it used to be that the north was 780 and the south was 403. Uh, and now we have the 780 is the north. And I believe there's another one for the north as well. But in the south, we have 403 and 587. That was okay. an interesting switch. So we have... 905-807-705-647-613-543-289-226. That's, that's all the Ontario area codes. Jesus Christ. How do you guys keep track of all of them? I, I just don't. I give up. Like when I get somebody's number and like I see it and I'm like, I don't know where you're from. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Have your yogurt. I'm listening. Sorry, I'm, my tiny human is being a bit of a pain today. That's fine. They always are. <laughs> yeah. Toronto is specifically four one six six four seven four three seven. Those are the three Toronto area codes. But it's pretty okay. bad that one city needs three. I'm on the phone. Yeah, we've we don't have nearly as many, but we don't have as many people. Uh, it was just that they were running out of phone numbers, essentially. Um, we wow. did have party lines back in the day, but it wasn't as prevalent here because we don't have like it may be in Edmonton and Calgary. It was, but not so much like in my city because it's a smaller city. Merrick Leo, that's enough. You can have a fruit snack later. I am on the phone, sir. Yeah, this is kind of a map of the GTA. Let me pull this up. I know this is super thrilling content, but this stuff is just fascinating to me, and I don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm being super interesting while we're talking. I'm, I'm sewing an elastic into this jacket that I got because it's nice, but it was, like, baggy. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to do it myself. <laughs> so this is the map of area codes, essentially. So, like, Toronto Core is 416-437-647. Then the mm -hmm. outskirts are from all the way from Niagara over to like just past Durham region is these three anything north of Toronto is 249 and 705 anything east is 343 and 613 and anything west are these three 
So that's it's actually makes sense given where the population is distributed. Yeah, but, I guess. Uh, but fun fact, a lot of people associate, you know how Toronto's called the six? Mm-hmm. A lot of people associated it's because of our phone number, our area codes, 416 and 647. That's mm-hmm. actually not it's not not from the area codes. Isn't it it's from the from, boroughs? Yeah, the boroughs in the in the in the say there's six boroughs. There's mm-hmm. Scarborough, New York, North York, East York, Scar or what did I say? Etobicoke, York, East York, North York, Scarborough, Toronto. Are the six cool. Yeah. I don't Great. understand big city stuff. I'm a I'm a small city girl from Alberta, so you can like each borough is a city within a city, right? That's weird. So, so like I live in the borough of Toronto. And I can find everything I need for from entertainment to amenities to whatever within uh-huh. my within my borough. I don't need to go to Etobicoke. I don't need to go to East York. I don't need to go to North York. Okay. It's sort of like a city within a bigger city. All right. Well, that makes sense. There's one mayor for the whole city. And there's yeah. different counselors for different wards, but essentially, uh, like I, I don't know the last time I was in Scarborough. Yeah. Although it's still technically the city of Toronto. Like, don't know, don't need to go there. Like, interesting. No... Yeah, that's basically what it is. You know, of like, you know, of like, uh, cities will have like wards or counselors, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have we have boroughs essentially, and each borough has their counselors. For the city, mm-hmm. that's essentially how that works. That's cool. Yeah, that's New, cool. New I got York, to meet five boroughs, I think, or six boroughs: Bronx, Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island, those kind of things. Oh, like, okay, that makes um, sense. They're different. Um, my so my city has two MLAs, a north and a south, and uh, I got to meet at Pride at the Park on the weekend. I got to meet both of the. There are two people that are looking to run for the NDP here, and they were both so wonderful. Funny story: there was no conservative booth at Pride at the Park. Shocker! Shocker! Really surprised. Super surprised about that. Yeah. Who'd have thought that there wouldn't be a UCP tent at Pride at the Park? Um, I would have made that bet. <laughs> like I would have, I would have put a ten tenner on that easily. I would have put, a, I would have put a cold twenty on that. That if you said to me, <laughs> hey, maybe there's not going to be a UCP booth at Pride, I would have been like, I agree with you. And you said, I think there will be. I would have put a twenty dollars on that. Yeah, I didn't expect there to be, but it was just, it was. Very uh, telling to the uh, the political temperature here in Alberta. But it was a really great event. Um, we had tons of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. There was lots of wonderful stuff there and, and performances. And uh, it was 27 degrees. So I sat out in the sun all day and, and uh, sunscreened every hour because I'm pale as fuck. You are quiet versus Valk. Am I quiet too? Can you hear me okay? Can everybody hear me okay? People are saying I'm quiet. I can hear you okay. Wow. Trying to marry you on your own. Um, No, it's been stupid hot. 
like stupid hot here in Toronto. Like I think today, Saturday, which was my birthday, with hate that I missed it because I was super sick. Like I was bedridden sick on Saturday. Uh, was okay. I think temp- no, I I've was I've tested negative seven times since Saturday. So you had the same thing I did. Okay, so the same thing happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I got this sickness that it started out as a sore throat and then it made my nose run and then i started getting a chest cough and then after that i started getting hot flashes not a fever uh and and a headache at the end of it and i just got over the cough like a day ago so i had body soreness so after my friday stream i normally like edit the show and i break down clips and I, I make recaps and stuff for Twitter and all this other stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I was sitting here. I, I ended stream. I get up, I go to the bathroom as I normally do and blah, 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 blah. And, um, I sat back down at my desk and I started working and I'm like, I don't feel good. Like my body's sore. Like I, like I feel like a body soreness coming on. Mm-hmm. So I laid down in bed and I was like, Oh no, like this feels like COVID. The day, the the time I got COVID, this is exactly how I started to feel. I got the body soreness first. And then I was like, if I feel bad in the morning, I'll, uh, I'll test. Said the same thing. I woke, I slept like absolute garbage, like right, like trash that night. And I woke up, I finally got some sleep. I woke up super early in the morning on my birthday and had this huge lump in my throat like it felt like i had swallowed a toonie and it was just sitting in my throat and i was like oh my god this is covid this is exactly the same feeling i had when i had covid but this also doesn't make sense because i had a covid infection in april i got my booster literally about two weeks before that so i'm on four doses so like if i got covid then something failed in this process so i tested because i had a couple test kits so i started to test so i tested that morning Nothing negative. I'm like, okay, super weird. I'm going to treat this like COVID, right? I'm going to start, you know, treating this like COVID. I canceled all my plans because it was my birthday. So I had a bunch of stuff planned to do. Canceled that all saying I'm not feeling good. I got symptoms, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I fell back asleep, um, woke up in the mid afternoon, tested again, negative again. And I was like, okay, super weird. Still super sore. Couldn't get out of bed. Went back to sleep, woke up early, like in the almost like 11 o'clock, tested again, negative. Uh I was like, okay. So I thought, okay, well, I've tested negative three times. So I don't think this is COVID. Like with this amount of symptoms, I should be testing positive. Like I'm symptomatic, right? So I I felt comfortable getting up and going to a 24-hour shoppers just to get um, like cold and flu medication, drinks, hydration, stuff like that. Yeah. So I went to shoppers, got all the stuff I needed, went back to bed, woke up Sunday, uh, same lump in my throat. The body soreness went away, but mainly because I was taking cold and flu medication. But then uh-huh. the nausea started. And then the energy went away. Uh-huh. Because I eat, right? So that was uh-huh. my Sunday. And then I woke up Monday and I was fine. That's crazy. The yeah, there's there's a sickness throat. passing around here that's real bad, and I it's not COVID. It flu. I want to say it was the flu. It's it has a lot of symptoms of the flu, 
But uh-huh. other people were saying that there's this other stomach bug going around. That's that's something. Um, it's obviously wasn't monkeypox because monkeypox is a visible thing. That it wasn't yeah. that. Um, and I think yesterday was the first day I finally felt a hundred percent. Yeah, there here in Alberta, like, uh, it was funny because only a select few people caught it, and now I think my partner is starting to get symptoms of it. But it's almost two weeks later. Like, even my son didn't have symptoms until almost two, almost a week later. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a very weird sickness so it's like i said it starts out with sore throat and and it's like a real 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 sore throat to the point of of pain but then if i used a lozenge it would make it worse so like you just kind of got to deal with it for the first few days and then after i think it was like four days it went into my chest and and i was like I've up in it for almost two weeks straight. I've been coughing stuff up. Never got a fever. Never had any like the body aches or anything. But uh, it was a it was a doozy. And I I myself and the other people that I know that uh, had it also tested. And at the time, I was the only person sick in like my whole cohort of people. So it was very weird. It was like no one else was sick. I was the only one. Uh, even out of people at work, there was only me and one other girl, and then it spread with uh, across the rest of the people. But it's a very odd illness because it's got, like I said, it wasn't a fever; it was hot flashes, and that happened for three or four days. And you can hear the little dude has a bit of a cough now. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's some weird sicknesses going on, and part of me uh, just knows that it's the fact that we are all. Um, petri dishes and now that we're all spending time together again and nobody's wearing masks and nobody's really keeping as many precautions as they probably should um we're kind of at a point of just sicknesses going around yeah you got to remember that you know how many times were you at work and you hear oh so-and-so is out with the flu or so-and-so's called in sick today they're not feeling good yeah that that was a thing long before the pandemic right Mm -hmm. like sick were a thing before Right. Yeah. And I think the pandemic and I think COVID in general has overlaid that because majority of the time in the last two years, people who are out sick were out with COVID. Right. But mm-hmm. the flu didn't go anywhere. The common cold didn't go anywhere. Norovirus was still going around like crazy. Right. Yeah. Mono was still a thing. Right. Like these these illnesses that normally knocked people out for a couple of days still are around. And yes, oh, yeah. people are maskless and people are out doing stuff again and, you know, you know, smooching booties and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> that's going to start passing around again, right? Like, smooching booties, Jesus Christ. So my regular STI uh, testing facility that I go to here in Toronto, during the pandemic, I was able to go and I used to be able to get appointments like next day or day after. Mm-hmm. Right. Because nobody was seeing each other. Nobody was out doing stuff. So there was no reason to go do it. Uh, Now it's like a three to four week wait to get an appointment. Jesus. Everyone's doing stuff again. And, you know, those those illnesses are still being passed around to individuals. So, yeah, that's true. Right. Like. Now, I do it out of routine. It's not out of like symptoms or necessity. It's just out of. You know, as a polyamorous individual, it's the right thing to do, right? Because 
the as you said the cohort is sharing with other cohorts which is sharing with other cohorts so uh -huh. it it's it's more common for stuff to spread in that community right so um i just do it every two weeks because but i've had to book like multiple appointments out at this point in order to secure my spot right so. yeah that's a little insane um i mean good on everybody for being sexually active again and being being smart about it but that's that's a little much i mean i think people who are booking these clinics because the clinic i go to is a barrier-free clinic mm. a health you don't need a health card for it you don't need a doctor for it a lot of people can get sti tests at their family doctor right yeah but not everybody has a family doctor also not a people a lot of people have health cards so these people this yeah. group offers free testing to people even without ohip which is awesome it's um, nice and it's one of the few places in the city that actually does it so it has a high uh patient threshold already because of that right uh -huh. uh, you know say you're a foreigner and you 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 come to toronto and you hook up with somebody and all of a sudden you got that itch or you got that that burning and you you want to get it checked out before you head back home that that's a place you can go to right to get that test and get the, the medication that you need right so that's good um, <laughs> oh my lord um I actually, there was a video that was circulating on, on TikTok that it was like this girl that was like, uh, so you know those little insects that crawl around in your pubes, ladies? And everybody's response was like, no, honey, nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> Go get tested. <laughs> That's not normal. Like, it's not like a normal. It's not normal, honey. <laughs> Yeah, oh. it, that one made me giggle a little bit. I was like, holy shit. I hope that she's joking. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it like around here, it, to get, like I have a family doctor, so I'm lucky. I do understand the sentiment that finding a family doctor is hard. I was very lucky that there was a walk-in doctor at this place that I went that is now a permanent fixture there. And he, I always went and saw him because he was... Uh, he was the one that I saw first about my foot, essentially. So mm -hmm. I saw him constantly about it. And then after a while, he was just like, I'm just going to be your family doctor. Uh, if the man could have birthed my child, I would have had him do it. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. he doesn't do births or deliveries. Mm -hmm. um, but so I'm able to get tested that way. But even getting in to see him right now has been uh, like pulling teeth. Like he does same day appointments. And so, like, it's so busy right now. There's so many sick people that his same day appointments fill up. If you call it 830, you have to be the first one to make that call or else you're going to in a line of 40 people and the appointments are taking up. Well, that's fine. I've only got a couple of minutes anyways, because my phone's about to die. But yeah, I no wanted way. to come on and, 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 and give my little two cents about long distance. Numbers. I, I only exclusively lived in one province my entire life. So, and, you know, we are a luxurious with that Bell Canada life versus TELUS oh. and all those other TELUS and Bell are essentially the same thing now. Same, same shit, different color. They all share yeah. a network, now anyways. But um, yeah, they share everything. Like the satellite for TELUS is literally the Bell satellite with the TELUS logo slapped on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. I know. 
Um, and we have but, a lot of competition in Canada, right? Yeah. But uh, love you guys. I'm going to go take care of my cranky child and finish sewing this. But uh, we'll, we'll have a text me later. We'll have a visit. We'll talk soon. Bye, love Val. you guys. Bye. You. That's Valk, everybody. Good friend. Technically my cousin. Which was a weird, weird conversation that one time. Uh, did you look up them saying it and are you ready to apologize to me? 11 North, nobody in this world owes you an apology for your views. Like at all. If you have to go around telling people you're owed an apology, you're on the wrong side, my friend. Well, we are all related to each other somehow. That is true. View, stance, opinion, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just finished the course part of my LLQP. Just set the exam. What's LLQP? JW. It's a fact. Cool. Even if he was wrong about a fact, it doesn't mean he has to apologize to you. Like, cool. I was wrong about a fact. Move on. Like, Whoa, you had to reread what? License to sell insurance. Oh, awesome. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, I would also like to know what fact. I have 18 requests on fucking Instagram. Who died? It says I have none. What the fuck? He sounds a bit mad. Yes, he's owed an apology, Melissa. You know, if anybody comes to you and say, you owe me an apology, you know they're a fine character. Trump invokes... Yeah, I saw that Trump invoked his uh, Fifth Amendment rights on his interview with prosecutors today. Freedom Convoy worked, took away basically all whack mandates the government wanted to initiate. No, it didn't. It didn't stop any mandates. The mandates were already either being taken away, had a date to be taken away, or scheduled to be taken away at a future discussion, with the exception of British Columbia. So to say the Freedom Convoy successfully removed mandates is just blatantly wrong. Like, blatantly wrong. Keep believing that cupcake. Okay, so... You know that Ontario announced that the mandates were going to go away March 1st in the fall, right? Before the Freedom Convoy was even a dumb iteration in a white nationalist mind. Yeah, Nova Scotia already announced it too. Like... <clears throat> yeah, October 23rd. Yes. There was not white nationalists there. Okay, so so Pat King talking about white replacement theory is not a white nationalist. Tamara Leach 
the the other org one of the other organizers being the treasurer of the Maverick Party, a white nationalist separatist movement from the West. Chris Barber, who talks openly about how indigenous people uh, don't deserve rights uh, on his TikTok, uh, is blatantly uh, not a white nationalist. Sure. Sure, big guy. Keep classic deluded liberal. I'm not a liberal. Try again. I'll tell you what. Take, I'll have you take another rat lap around that NASCAR track if you can learn how to turn left. Bree is on her way in. Cool. Yeah, it's past nine o'clock. She's late. Who are the, all the family? So you're you you couldn't answer the question. So you're now bringing another point that's also wrong. The hundred thousand people downtown. Hundred thousand. You think a hundred thousand people were there? Not only are you delusional, you also don't know how to count. Hundred thousand. Yes, the official count was around 5,000. So. <laughs> and anybody who's attended a Canada Day in Ottawa knows that it wasn't 100,000 people. All right, let's bring this beautiful soul of a human in and wish her Hi. an amazing congratulations, Bree. Thank you. I know we've been kind of messaging back and forth. I messaged you last night about it, and, and, and I put that thing on Twitter. Uh, happy 1,000 days sober, Bree. Congratulations. 1,000 days. One flipping 1,000 days. Uh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, I would say, what are you going to do to celebrate? But that doesn't really make sense in the context of the question. So, um, I ordered myself Wendy's today. You ordered yourself Wendy's. That is an yeah. appropriate celebration for such an event. But yeah, good. I no, it's awesome. can't read chat. So I hope everyone's being nice to me. They are saying, very nice things to you. Very, very nice things. Um, yeah, have a steak and a pop. There you go. That's that's how you say you're bringing a thousand. No, but I, I was talking about this uh, the other day. I don't think you were on stream or you were in the green room not listening because you're at work. But uh, I'm thinking September 1st, I might uh, go sober. Not for any sort of reason for like addiction or anything like that. Just I just don't enjoy it anymore. No. I just don't enjoy it. That's totally, I mean, like, even I've never done it because, like, obviously, I'm an addict. I know a lot of friends mm -hmm. who are would do like sober October or, or like do a 30 day, and they said that, like, even just doing a 30 day like run helped with mental health a lot, mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. helped everybody, like, help them, um, like, kind of clear their mind a little. 
enjoyed it a little more, I guess. Apparently, normal people have fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about doing it for the end of the year, like having a dry uh, summer, or having a dry fall, sorry, and just saying. Mm -hmm. And then if uh, if by the new year I am content with my decision, I'll continue it. Right? And, mm -hmm. and no, that's right. totally fair. And I'm, I'm obviously a big, big sobriety advocate mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it I won't be too hard no for me because i no longer call people like just in general i no longer call people um going through call me. family issues crying about not being loved um oh, I, see. I no longer reach out to my exes <laughs> No more, no more 2 a.m. X texts that you do? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Everyone's saying they love your Shrek hair. Thank you. I, it's giving Shrek vibes. Yeah, it is. I love it. Because I, I love washed it, it went back into blue, so I look like a Jolly Rancher. Yum, yum. Um... No, that's that's awesome though. Like, yeah, like everybody has their reasons for doing sobriety. For me, it's just a social thing. I just don't enjoy the social aspect of it anymore. Well, I still go to a bar and a patio with friends and eat some good food. Sure, right? But it doesn't mean I have to have a beer oh, with it. My right? favorite place in the world is a good pub. Yeah, because there's pub. there's good food. There's music playing. It's a vibe, right? But it doesn't mean I can't have a non-alcoholic drink like what's the why does the alcoholic content in a drink matter to to enjoying myself right right no and actually kind of like makes me mad like alcohol culture especially being on this end you see how, how gross it is there was a my friend who was also sober to a comedy club in hamilton and he got charged a 17 dollars sober fee really yeah because it was a two drink minimum. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't that? Sorry, my smart serve is kicking. I thought you couldn't do that in Ontario. I, I, I've never, I've never worked in a restaurant, so I don't know. All I know is this um, and they had to him and his girlfriend had to pay like seventeen dollars. Like, tell me your business sucks without saying it. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm just looking this up because I remember a thing that, yeah, that's why cover charges existed because they couldn't charge a drink minimum. So they changed it to a cover charge to say, hey, this is what it costs to come in, not necessarily that you need to buy drinks, so that they would get money from everybody, regardless of whether or not they were drinking or not. Mm -hmm. Minimum price. Tell me who it was, because he's like, I'm not telling, like, I'm not blasting the business, I'm just... No, we're not going to blast the business, can you charge um, 
Because I always thought under SmartServe, if somebody identifies as a designated driver, you need to present them with non-alcoholic options. Yeah, that's what I always thought, too. Because, you know, like that... They, there's nothing really coming up to, to give me free soda the few nights I wasn't drinking. Yeah. Yeah, and when you go to, like, a Blue Jays game, if you say you're a DD, they'll they'll put you up on the big board and say, this is our, these are our designated drivers tonight. And you can win a seat upgrade and like stuff like that. Cause they're trying to promote, you know, safe intoxication, right? They, they want their DDs. Yeah. yeah. That, that to charge a non-alcoholic drink fee is I think a little, you know, bad faith. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's like, it's it's one thing to say like a nightclub obviously wants to many people to drink as possible because that's where you make your money, but if somebody indicates to you, "Hi, I'm the DD. I'm not drinking tonight," you should be thankful because as an institution, you are responsible for the drunk person until they get home. Yeah. So if you let somebody who's like, intoxicated drive home, you are liable as the business. So interesting an interesting stance that that comedy bar took on that that they're okay with taking that risk right? of somebody drinking and driving home because two drinks for right? some people wouldn't get them blowing over but two drinks for some others would have them blow over the other thing is if it's somebody within a graduated driving license say you got your license late right and you're going through that process when you're in the graduated licensing system in Ontario you can't have any alcoholic content in your system when you're driving nope so let's say you go to the comedy bar with your friends and you have you have to have your two drinks. Um, you have your two drinks and you drive home with your G2 and you get pulled over and they blow you. Not in a good way. That's a bad word to use. They, they give you a breathalyzer test. Um, then uh, you'll blow over and you're screwed because that bar decided to have a two Yeah. Drink. And then it also puts people like in my spot, like kind of in a situation too because it's like oh so i can't go out see if i wanted to go i can go with my friends yeah papa you know, sheep you know, like i just happy sober birthday by, or, by the way who does papa sheep oh yeah that's that's the true kudos. Everyone else who is great, by the way, means a lot. But when Papa Sheep comes out, who I know is probably sitting with a glass of wine sitting on his stomach, that he got that stomach from the consumption of beverages. Uh, he's sitting there with that wine resting on his stomach, watching yeah. this on his iPad. Um, yeah. And Dad, if you're if I'm wrong, which I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I you know I'm right, and I'm sure my stepmom is laughing her ass off on the couch to that comment. Yeah. Um, oh, and it's like it just puts like other people who are sober, like you know, it puts a bad taste in my mouth. Is what? I, like, bro, sorry, I can't come out because like on top of cover, like I have to pay. <laughs> mm -hmm. The alcohol mm -hmm. culture, like honestly, being on this side. This dog is here to celebrate with you. Right? Uh, just to clarify, Papa Sheep uh, is clarifying that he's actually on his phone, not his iPad. 
but didn't correct the uh, the the wine on the stomach comment. Just the fact that he's on his phone and not his iPad. Um, that, just wanted to clarify. That. Yeah. Well, the dog is super cute and has his crown on for I you. Congratulations, Bree. We're so proud of you. Thank you. Thanks it's for double in husky. stuffed husky, by the way. It's I, I assume was lazy. I I saw the face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> saw the doggy face. Yeah. And then if, Thanks, if anybody's husky. actually curious, my birthday, my the fourteenth of November. So Your birthday's the fourteenth. Years. years old on November fourteenth. You stopped drinking on your birthday? No. Oh, my. You're cutting out. I keep losing you. Um, anyways. What else is new? No, How are you? I'm good. I'm working. I know you're working. I know. We were talking today. And uh, it's unfortunate that you will not be joining us for our private rendezvous in, in the end of August. Uh, but uh, you'll be here in spirit. We will FaceTime you when the time is appropriate. Be mad. What? Are we allowed to all be mad at Trigger for that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it is his fault. I know. And we tried to prevent, provide some solutions. We were, you know, I talked to you privately about a couple solutions and, and which didn't pan out. And then, um, and uh yeah bringing him here like if he was, plan out but go out on the train i'd take him he is you just need to get him a cage do you, do you think that guy is going into a cage no no he's that, not that man has never seen a <laughs> yeah which is stupid because on every other train what is he doing in the bathroom yeah he likes to stand on the bath mat Okay. Yeah. Totally normal thing for a dog to do. Right. Um, no, so this is the dumb thing with the Via Train because I've faced this issue with Brutus before because I've wanted to come back home to Kingston and the only way to get to Kingston from Toronto is the Via Train. You can take a dog on the Go Train, which is a, which is a regional train in the GTA, uh, but that doesn't go all the way to Kingston. You can take a dog on the TTC, the subway, which is a train, but via rail doesn't allow dogs on it. Um, Are you be able to swing it if I asked my mom I'm to drive me to Oshawa? Yeah. Um, well, the other thing is, is uh, Maddie needs to get off her ass and actually look if the hotel has is pet friendly. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Maddie. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, but that's the other thing. That's the other issue. And then dealing with the dog while you're here. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Like, like if my place was pet friendly, yeah. it would work. Right. Cause I could just watch the dog here. Right. And we could. Yeah. So, I sent well, the Have you guys seen my new house guest yet? What the fuck was that? This. Okay. Why is that cat a demon? The with what's with the red eyes? Oh, he's all I know. Oh, he's albino. Okay. He's yeah. Yes. And he doesn't like, like it when I pick him up, but I do it anyway. 
Did you get another cat or are you watching? No, he's that's my sister's. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that cat's a demon. You need to present it back to your sister. He's so sweet, though. He gives me kisses. He sleeps on my feet. So I have dreams that I'm drowning. Okay. I had uh, what? Oh, he slept on my feet the other night, and I had a dent. Uh, yeah, had a dent. Mm, interesting. Well, enjoy your demon kitty, and uh, he's so sweet. Beans from even Stevens. Uh, dogs greater than cats. Period. End of story. End of conversation. I think that's the one main. Is that the only thing we disagree on? We we agree on the Coca Cola thing. We agree on pretty much everything politically. I don't think we've ever disagreed on a political stance in our in our conversations to each other. Um, like we literally okay here's here's a little insight into Bree and I's conversations we have. We were literally planning a way to figure out how to fuck her landlord, not in a good way, like how to like financially ruin her landlord. <laughs> we were we were scheming about how to like stick it to him uh so Bree can move easier. Uh I I just uh we're keeping the lease open and I'm just removing my name. I mean, that's an option. Uh, that's that's an option. the only way that we're... That's the only way we've kept our rent. Yeah, you just cycle leases. You just... you just. Yeah, that's literally... I'm, same, I'm the third main, main leaseholder on this lease. For four years. Yeah. You've just been adopting the new lease over and over. Yeah, that's a... I love that technique. I've done that yeah. before. Yeah. I've done that before. I've, yeah, pretty much. Whoever's in the small room moves to the big room, and then it just cycles over. So I uh, I looked at an apartment once, and the apartment the guy was going to charge me. I can't remember the figurative amount of money, but it was it was an amount of money. Let's just say the amount of money doesn't matter. And then I, mm-hmm. when I looked at the place, I saw who lived there, and it was actually somebody who worked at the business across the street from my business. So I knew them because we would we talked all the time because we were we would wait at the bus stop together. We knew each other. We were similar businesses. So like we were competitors. Blah blah blah. Ended up knowing this person. I was like, oh no way. This is your place. You're moving. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm moving. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So what I did was when I went to work the next day, I walked over to his business and I said, look, here's the deal. Um can I take over your lease? Yeah. Normally ending your giving your notice. So retract your notice and I'll just adopt the lease. And he's like, Yeah, sure, let's do it. Because he paid four hundred dollars less than what this landlord was going to charge me. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the landlord and said, Yeah, this person is going JB's here is going to take over the lease. He's like, No, but but he was going to rent it from you, from me. I'm like, yeah, no, but I'm just going to give him the lease. And there was nothing the landlord could do. He was like, Yeah, okay, well. I guess. And the guy tried to finally try to kept raising my rent to what he wanted to charge me. And I'm like, you can only raise it the one whatever percent. So you can keep trying to raise it, 
but you, you can only do it also like $30, $40 every year. So that was my little hack towards a landlord that I stuck it to them once, which is yeah, no, dollars all inclusive. Yeah. Well, to the guy who took which over the lease from it, it didn't matter to him what I paid, right? Yeah. He just wanted out. He wanted to, he had to move, right? So it didn't make a difference to him. So fair. I just took over his month to month lease and went from there. So. Also, it was Philip's ninth birthday this week. Mr. Philip, congratulations. Happy birthday to Mr. Philip. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get the third cat, but you know, she's so. Okay, so I have a comment, and you'll appreciate this one. The landlord is losing money on that deal. How is that fair to the landlord? Because being a landlord... You cut out there, so I'll answer your question. Because being a landlord is not a fucking job. It's literally what I said. Yeah, like, it's not a fucking job. You're not losing money. If he was able to charge $900 a month to this individual for you know the three or four years that he lived there and raised it the the one point whatever percent that he was legally allowed to do based on the inflation and everything like that he was still able to survive obviously for that those years because he wouldn't have sent the rent three years ago to that nine hundred dollar price he wanted to raise it four hundred dollars because he saw an opportunity to make more money right it's not like his mortgage. This was actually a big building too, so it was actually a company. But it's it's not like that company's, uh, you know, investment on that went up or lost that much amount of money over the course of the four years that they need to recoup the four hundred dollars a month from the new person that lives there. It is literally just to keep the shareholders of the company happy that they're showing a profit, and uh, fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, because in the life of a landlord, a place to live is not, it is a money machine. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody. I do have to go back to work. Yeah. Free. I'll continue this conversation. Thanks for the chat. Congratulations once again. Yeah. Here's to a thousand more. We'll talk talk when you're at 2,000. Okay. Okay. Bye, Bye, Bree. We love Bree. The, his mortgage didn't go up 400. He wanted to make more. Exactly. We have to wait till 2000. Yes. Bree is not coming until she gets 2000 days sober. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, no, Bree will be back. We love Bree. Bree is banned from the show until 2000. When's 2000 days from now? Three years, right? Three plus years? A plus. Bree can't come back on the show until Tuesday, May 6th, 2025. (laughs) Sorry, Bree. I don't make the rules. It's just the way it goes. So next election. Hey, we might have an election sooner than that, Joe. It looks like the NDP liberal uh, party share agreement um, might be falling apart. 
Yes, 2,000 days sober would be 1,000 days from now, and 1,000 days from now is May 6, 2025. Uh, so far, Scott, that's based on an existing tenant paying rent. Oh, my God. Do we have a landlord defender in the chat? your history oh yeah this guy has a history of talking shit oh by the way if you ever t a comment on twitch i can click your user and see every single thing you've ever said <laughs> so don't think you can hide Uh, all right. Well, I'll let the chat deal with you. What are we at? An hour 33? Wow, this stream's flown by. So we go from Monday having the absolute racist, most racist person we've ever had uh, on, on, this, on this show to now talking to Bree about landlords. <laughs> very, very different... Uh, very, very different. Yeah, Monday was wild. I don't simp for landlords, but I gotta admit, mine's an absolute big... Uh, yeah, like, I'm lucky to have a good landlord. Still a landlord, still a bastard, all that stuff. But, um... It's, it's, it's nice when you have a good one. Like, at least one that treats you sort of well. Okay, Maddie just fucking peaced out. Yeah, I forgot to mention that Olivia Newton-John died. I tried to explain Monday's stream to my husband. There's no way to explain it. You're borrowing money for an investment that you will own. Renting is not an investment because you are paying somebody else's investment. Exactly. Again, being a landlord... Is, is the same economic principle as the way scalpers provide a service for tickets. It's no different, in my opinion. A scalper buys a bunch of tickets and then resells it for a profit. A landlord buys a bunch of properties and resells it for a profit. Well, not resells it, rents it for a profit. It's the same thing. And scalpers, while technically is a way to make money, is not a great way to make money. You're not you're not winning over the public's opinion being a scalper. So that's my stance on landlords, by the way. If you haven't already figured out. Yeah. And the other thing, Toronto Mario, to this point, uh, makes it impossible to buy a decent price. When landlords scoop up all the properties, it does two things. One, rental prices can be fixed by a group of individuals. And if everybody keeps raising the rents in different groups, then all the rents eventually go up, raising the rental prices in a region. Then, because there's no properties to buy, because a landlord will scoop up 
10, 15, 20 properties to rent out, that's less housing that's actually available for somebody to buy. So when you have that first time home buyer that's trying to buy their first property, there's less properties available to them because some fuckhead decided to buy 20 out of them, 20 properties and rent them out to people. And they say, we're providing a service. Fuck yourself. Like there's the exception of like companies that like physically build buildings, like apartment buildings. Those are a little different because they're building up on a plot of land for the purpose of renting. That's a little better, but it's the same shit. Just a different, it's just a polished turd at that point. Why do you rent then buy lots of houses on the market? Okay. A Scott. Do you want to give me the millions and millions of dollars that I need in order to buy multiple houses in my region? Do you want to give me the cold million plus dollars to buy a a, a house in the city of Toronto or the region of Toronto? Because a bank doesn't want to give it to me. They're going to give me some money. I have been approved for a mortgage with the bank, but not enough to buy a house in Toronto. I'd have to go live where my dad lives. And I love my dad, but I don't want to live where my dad lives. Just saying. I don't like that place. So I'm not going to do that. I like living in Toronto and having my job in Toronto and having my friends and life in Toronto. So I'm unfortunately forced to rent from somebody who had the wealth, maybe perhaps generationally given to them, in order to buy the house that they decide to rent out. You don't have to live in that area. No, but that's the thing, Scott. To do the job, like this is my main job, but to do the job that I also want to do, I couldn't do that living where my dad lives. That job is not available where my dad lives. It's not available. And that's the case for a lot of things. If you want to work in the financial sector, you'd probably have to live in Toronto. If you want to work in the government sector, you'd probably have to live in either Toronto or Ottawa. If you want to work in healthcare, you're more likely to flock to the bigger cities, Toronto, Hamilton, Ottawa. You can't just say, go live in the rural regions, become a farmer, because not everybody can live in the rural regions and be a farmer. That's another thing. Even people can pay $1,800 in rent and banks won't see that as a stable enough to afford a mortgage, which is the stupidest thing. It's stupid. So... If I go to a bank and I present them, I've been renting since I was 18 years old. I can present them with over uh, 18, I'm 20, I'm 32. So I can present them 14 years of good rental history. I have never missed a rent payment at all. I can show 14 years of paying anywhere between, I think, my first place was, I think, 900 to as high as 2200 a month. I can show history of that. But a bank doesn't fucking care about that. My credit score doesn't care about that because your rental property doesn't, your rental amount doesn't go towards your credit score. 
which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. This is the one payment that I can make on a regular basis for the last 14 years of my life, and that doesn't even affect your credit score. The whole point of a credit score is to show how much you can pay your bills and how much of a good payment person are you? Like, how well are you paying your, your life? And it doesn't even affect it. Renting has no risk versus owning. What are you fucking talking about? I have a risk from renting. If I don't pay my rent, I don't have a place to live because I get my ass kicked on the street. There's 100% a risk from renting. Like, you have absolutely no fucking idea what you're talking about. Uh... There's absolutely a risk on renting. Yeah, the other risk is that they decide to kick you out if they want to sell it or renovate it or live in it. You run that risk. Do you pay for any house damage if the roof leaves? Neither does the owner because that's what insurance is for. You have homeowner's insurance. Just like I also have tenant insurance for my belongings here. There's a risk in buying cabbage. <laughs> yeah, so Stacy, this is actually true. I looked at a place here in Toronto once. It was almost like a too good to be true place. It was seventeen hundred for a two bedroom house, a whole house for seventeen hundred in Toronto Core. And I was like, this is too good to be true. I got to look at this place. This is cheaper than the place I was renting at the time. And I went there and there was literally a lineup of people to look at this place. They purposely scheduled the bookings to all be at this one time. And then people came in with cash offers saying, I'll pay you $1,700. No, I'll pay $1,900. I'll pay you $2,400. And quickly that rent counted up and up and up. And the landlord knew exactly what they were doing. They drop it to 1700 to get the buzz up, get a lot of people interested, and then they sit there and watch them bid to see who wants to rent it. It's stupid. This person's named Hay. Should I bring them in? Do we run the risk? I usually don't bring people in who have, like, a cryptic name. That sounds criminal. It should be. It's not. Do you want to know why it's not criminal? A real estate agent was uh, facilitating it. Like it was facilitated by a real estate agent. And now you know why I don't like, also don't like real estate agents. They, they facilitated it. They allowed it to happen because they make more money.
Alab. Yep. Yeah, a lot of rentals now actually are facilitated through real estate agents, not necessarily privately. I hate it. I hate it when I go to look at a place or if I'm looking to move or what have you. And I go to look at a place and I see this nice place. I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's like, contact the real estate agent at this number. It's like, fuck, I don't want to go through a real estate agent. Well, let me just go to the landlord and say, I want to give you this much a month. Will you take me? Cool. What's the application look like? Yeah, Joe, I've thought of a way to allow to figure out like a buffer room. Like having a different room that one of my mods kind of staffs so they can screen people. But we've never really had any issues. Like we get the odd person that comes in and trolls and they'll drop like swear words and and kids try to come in. But that doesn't really happen too, too often. Yeah, for sure. Like if it ever gets to the point of I needed that, I obviously have several mods that can that will happily uh do that i'm sure and call your mods ross <laughs> go for it why will trump get arrested have you been paying attention <laughs> like, afraid to reference no i got it i got it i got exactly what you're saying joe Okay, clearly you haven't been paying attention. So tell you what, go 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 look into some things. I hate using the do, do your research bro argument, but I don't want to sit here and explain all the fucking terrible things Donald Trump has done. Now, Fraser was a good show. It was an intellectual comedy, which I, I appreciate an intellectual comedy. Like Frasier, uh, what was another one? There's another one around that period. Um... I'm drawing a blank. Frasier was the big one. Um, it was like an intellectual comedy. Like it, like it was funny. It was funny. I liked it. Trudeau is the same as Trump, if not worse. Okay, when did Trudeau steal classified documents and send it to his home in another area of the country upon leaving power? When did Trudeau incite an insurrection? To the country of Canada. When did Trudeau have significant upon significant tax tax fraud claims? When did Trudeau ask a state, in turn a province here, to overturn an election by finding 11,000 votes? When did Trudeau have countless sexual assault allegations against him during his time as a private citizen? Those are all crimes, by the way. Will and Grace. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Jazzy watch. I'm not even going to say the comment. The Twitch chat knows. The Twitch catch and see what Jazzy said. YouTube can't. TikTok can't. But you know that's what he's going to say. You know. Just wait for it. And we'll, we'll watch. Jazzy, I think you're in the TikTok stream. Yeah. 
just waiting for that inevitable comment that you know he's going to say. Place your bets. I mean, he hasn't said it yet. Usually that's their go-to. You know he's typing it. But he's having a hard time spelling one of the words. About to say something controversial. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't like the shirt, Destiny? Oh, I was going to wear this next time we hang out, too. If he doesn't say, will he tell us? Yes. This is a great shirt. What are you talking about? You know what? Now that you said that, I'm buying you this shirt. I'm going to gift you this shirt. I'm going to give it to you. You can have it. Hard no. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Mitch, you, uh, you may have uh, hit the nail on the head. You can wear the kid ears. No, I don't want to wear the kid ears. Wash it first. Yes, I will wash it. I do my laundry, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> well, he didn't say it, so anybody who placed the bet that he was going to say it uh, lost. He didn't say it. Oh, yeah. Destiny's great. We love Destiny. Destiny's good shit. If you like pro sex work content, uh, if you like uh, ODSP issues, which is the Ontario Disability Support Program uh, issues, calling people out, uh, similar to me in the sense that she doesn't give a fuck, uh, go follow Holes of Destiny on TikTok, please. Good friend, good, good person, good, good vibe. Uh, Destiny is one of the successful people in this world that has received a cease and desist from Doug Ford. <laughs> Which, love that. Love that. I love that. Love that. Holes of Destiny sounds OF-ish. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. <laughs> Just saying. Look, what's everyone got against the shirt? What's everyone got against the shirt? I like the shirt. Thanks, Jazzy. Thank you. Uh, she's got a cease and desist from Doug Ford. I was supposed to talk to Destiny a couple weeks ago. We were supposed to do a thing together. I like the shirt too. Thank you, Z. Joe thinks the shirt is fine, and I will take a fine. I know Siege likes the shirt because she bought one. My dad likes the shirt. Look, that's the decision made. Papa Sheep likes the shirt. You guys got to accept the shirt at that point.
I don't mind it, but I'm a little high right now. <laughs> Thanks, Clara. <laughs> Appreciate it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Love all things tie-dye. I have a sweater, too. Tie-dye sweater. Yeah, Papa Sheep's already decided, so. Sorry. Papa Sheep is law around here. And the Sheep Gang, Papa Sheep, tie-dye is mid. We need to have a conversation. I'm revoking a privilege that you have. Just saying, J. Mitch. You've lost your privilege for what you want, by the way, after that comment. Um... <laughs> very much an inside joke that will remain an inside joke uh anyways what is i appreciate toronto mario so much because he just sends me tweets friendly reminder to marjorie taylor green that at&t has turned over her cell phone records have a nice night <laughs> no way Oh, no, Steve Boots has COVID. Oh, man, Stevie Boots. Mr. Boots. If you don't follow Steve Boots on TikTok, go follow Steve. He's good shit, man. Steve's going to be the next big Canadian TikToker, man. He's climbing like crazy. He's climbing like 10K followers a week at this point. He's passed a lot of others. He's going to pass me. I have no doubt. And he, he deserves it. He makes great content, to be honest. I am bleeding. One second. All right, I'm back. Got a nosebleed. I dealt with it. Shoved a thing up there. Solved the problem. It's probably the vaccine. Right? It's the only way it could be. Nosebleed, common, things things that happen. Yeah, I know. TikTok saw it. Because <laughs> um, It's fake. Yeah, it's all fake. I'm okay. I'm back. I'm back. I just didn't. Blood is like one of the things that like Twitch and YouTube and stuff doesn't stand for on live streams. Like if you show blood, it's like you're you're super banned. Um. So I had to cut the camera there for a second. Sorry about that. You gonna live? Yes, Dad. I will live. <laughs> A 
Although I didn't get off camera enough on TikTok, which was my intention. That's clearly the vaccine's fault, right? There's no other option. Did you see the unvax calling themselves pure bloods? Yeah, they've been calling them that for a while. JB, you got to stop snorting stuff. No. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's. Yeah, trying to hide it. Should probably call it. We're fine. No, I wasn't doing no stuff. Can you guys chill out? I don't do that. I'm a I'm a pure soul. I do two substances and only two substances. That's it. No nose candy. No no devil's dandruff. How much is the nose stuff videos? <laughs> no, none of that. No party drugs. I'm over that. If that makes my dad feel any better. <laughs> um, no skiing. No skiing. Okay. It stopped. It's Icing Sugar's Honest Officers. Powder Patrol is another one. Showing weird things up your nose. I don't shove weird things up your nose. Up my nose. All right. All right, babes. I'm going to call it. I know it's a little early, but we got nobody coming in. Not that kind of night. Not that kind of vibe. It's fine. It's been like two hours. An hour 58. That's good enough. We're going to call. Let me preemptively turn this down so it doesn't blast your eardrums. Like I normally forget. But uh, thanks so much for watching. Um, I'll be back Friday night. Friday. Am I still bleeding? Okay. I'm going to deal with that. Yeah, I'm going to get a nice new bait for next Friday. Maybe I'll line something up. Maybe I'll reach out. Uh, no, we, no more games. We're done with games. Games are done. I might go live on, on TikTok only tonight and maybe play some Fall Guys Among Us. Something like that. We'll see. All right, babes. Take care. Have a good night. We'll talk to you all Friday.